Ambience Audio presents the unabridged recording of The Haunting of Derek Stone, Bayou Dogs, by Tony Abbott, performed by Nick Podell. To those we see again. Chapter 1. Speeding Up. The night streets slithered in front of us like dark snakes. They urged us every wrong way crisscrossed one another, coiled back on themselves, stopped abruptly. My brother Ronnie wasn't having any of it. He kept running straight, feet slapping the wet pavement. His hand gripped mine, dragging me forward. Like madmen fleeing their shadows, my mind told me, or the shadows of others. Like so many times before, I had no time to wonder where those words came from, I just ran past houses, shops, restaurants, through crowded alleys, the whole noisy mess of the French Quarter at night. My footsteps pounded the ground, jarred my bones. I tried to dodge the puddles as I ran. No luck. I barreled on and hoped I wouldn't fall on my face. I couldn't slow down. I couldn't rest. I couldn't stop. This way, Ronnie said. Hurry up. I'm hurrying, I said, gasping for air. Not fast enough, he snarled. They're gaining on us. I already knew that. We'd been racing through the streets for over an hour in the middle of the night. We still couldn't shake them. No matter where we ran, the low voices pierced my ear, whispering, hissing, growling a mile behind us, half a mile, getting closer, horrible voices, their voices. They used to be people, but they weren't people anymore. They were the dead, and now they were back. The shadows of others, my mind said again. I shook my head. There were a lot of things I didn't understand rattling around up there. Behind us and to our left, Ronnie said. Five minutes at most. I hear them calling to each other. I nodded. So do I. Well, thanks to you, we can't outrun them, he snapped, throwing down my hand. We have to hide. Follow me. Ronnie was angry, but he was right. I was out of shape. I did slow us down. He turned abruptly and entered a side street. It was darker there. Two of the three street lamps were out. The third flickered. Ronnie scanned the houses on both sides of the street, looking for a vacant one. I watched his eyes dart back and forth, grateful for the chance to stop running. My lungs burned. My throat ached. My knees quaked under me. I was fat. I was scared. Life was speeding up. Everything around me was spinning. I hated it. School, friends, family, home, everything I knew was gone. Keep it down a little, Ronnie said. You're moaning again. Maybe I was. You'd be moaning too if you were in my shoes. You might be soon enough. Ronnie turned his head slowly from side to side, then twitched. 
He took a short step toward one dark house, paused, took another step. That one's empty, he whispered. Come on. He loped down the narrow side yard and up a set of wooden steps. He forced open the back door with a quick thrust of his arm. There was a splintering crack. Ronnie grabbed the door to stifle the noise. In, he said. Stale air, thick with the odor of mold, breathed out at me from the opening. It felt like the house was gasping its last. It stinks, I said. Cover your nose, he hissed. Do you want them to find you? Pushing me inside, he looked out at the street one last time and quickly shut the door behind us.